What's going on, guys? Matt with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken Live. I am out in California in a little town called Ukiah. I am actually at a jail called Mendocino County Jail. And I'm going to show you guys what I've been up to this week. Can't wait to share it with everyone, but I'm going to give you guys a second to come in here. So today is June 18th, 2022. I am live in Mendocino County Jail out here in Ukiah, California. And today is going to be an awesome, special show. I wanted to share with you guys something that I had the opportunity to be a part of. Uh, I was called by a nonprofit called Unconditional Freedom, uh, maybe about four or five months ago, and they asked Matt, "Would you be willing to donate one of your wonderful coops to our program out here at the jail?" And I said, "Not only will I do that, I'd be more than happy to hop on an airplane, meet you guys out there, and actually work with the inmates here putting it together." This is actually, believe it or not. Something I've been wanting to do for about the past maybe five or six years. I just thought it would always be a good idea, but apparently at the time I was the only one thinking of it. But then I got again a call from Unconditional Freedom that that's what they're all about is actually showing love, period, for the inmates in every way possible to help them so they don't come back here. Uh, so what we're going to do in a little bit is uh, the inmates are over there. They're ready to go. They're really excited about this. Um, we got to finish up a little bit. So we got this beautiful eight by 24 foot American coop, and I'm going to talk a lot about that but if you have any questions comments please leave them down below and uh this morning all we got left to do is put on the predator apron and actually one piece of high density left inside the hen house other than that these guys over here which again i'm going to introduce you to here in a little bit did an amazing job so i'm going to give you guys a couple more minutes keep on coming in yeah, if you have any questions or comments please leave them down below also make sure everything sounds good because i notice it seems a little the wi-fi seems to be a little on the slow side but just make sure that everything is still looking good. And plus I'm on my phone, which I'm normally not. And I might screw a lot of things up. <laughs> Hopefully I won't. All right. Uh, Shabby Paints, thank you. Thank you. So again, if you're, if you're just joining us, we are live. Mendocino County Jail. And actually, um, I believe if he's not too busy, the sheriff's going to come out. I want to introduce you guys to the sheriff because... I have just been blown away by this guy. Um, there's going to be a funny story I want to talk about here in a little bit. Um, Zambia. We got people watching from Zambia. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. So what I'm going to do, guys, is, uh, again, as I was saying, they're going to get started on the Predator apron. I'm going to do the best I can. I'll probably flip the camera around and uh, show you guys what's going on. But these guys have never built a coop before. They did an amazing job this week, and they're about to learn how to do a Predator apron. And if you've never seen that, you're about to see it. So we're going to go ahead and get started. All right, you guys ready? Yes. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take this fencing material. And as you guys are doing already, go ahead and open that up. Yes, sir. And again, what we're going to be doing is putting down what's called a predator apron. And I'm going to show you guys some pro tips, some tips and tricks. Uh, did we get the staple gun ready to rock and roll? All right, did we get more staples? All right, if not, um, I have a bunch of staples in my backpack. I brought out another five. You got them? That a boy. This is Kenneth, also known as Charlie. Dan the man. Say hi to everyone. We got Joshua over here. Little busy beaver, always moving. We got Quiet Smokey. How you doing? Also known as Rolando. Did I say it right? I can't roll my R's. This whole week, 
up until maybe Thursday. I thought his name was Orlando, so they all started joking without me knowing, but it's Rolando. There, you go. You got there we go. Um, who are we missing? And then, of course, Lawrence right over there who gets out this Sunday. Boy, are you excited? Yeah, awesome. All right, so here's what we're going to do, guys. Um, let's start over here along this long side of the coop and work together. So one person at each end and come right on over here. And yeah, flip that predator apron right on over. Go 180 degrees over so that way it doesn't curl up. Lay, lay it right down. I know this. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, lay it flat. Lay it flat right on the ground. This is all going to make sense. There you go. Lay it flat right on the ground. Butt it up against the coop. Now, to start out. Um, Charlie, if you can unroll that and keep on going down the coop line, watch your head. It sucks when you hit your head on the egg clutch. I'm moving for it. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and roll that out. And then, um, Rolando, if you can actually bring the predator apron up to here. So keep on going, keep on going, keep on going right about there. Okay, now your job's going to be to not let it move anymore. All right. And then we're gonna come on over here and bring it right on down. Right there is perfect. Okay, now who wants to do the shooting? All right, so what you're gonna do is we're going in the pressure treated. So we got special Carolina Coupe stainless steel staples. Uh-huh, nice, huh? Um, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna come right down here and just come up a little bit, not too much, maybe Maybe right about maybe about three quarters of an inch right there into that sill plate and just shoot one staple in each opening. Okay. Yeah. Going right on down the line. So what you guys are doing right now is you're putting in what we call a predator apron. And what happens is when you got animals like foxes, coyotes, when they jump the fence, if they make it through the razor wire, which I'm not sure they will, have they ever? You had raccoons that come in? Cats. Okay, so this will definitely help. So what you're doing is this is the easiest way and most economical way to keep animals from digging underneath and getting into the coop. So what happens is when a predator wants to approach the chicken coop and try to dig their way in, their instincts are to come all the way up against the wall and then start digging. What happens is they run into this predator apron so they can't get in. Believe it or not, I hate to say they're not smart enough because animals are pretty smart, but what they don't do is come out here, the 28 inches in this case, and then dig underneath. So that's how easy and simple this keeps predators out. Very nice. There's a camera lady, Marissa. Marissa from Unconditional Freedom. Hello. What have you thought about this whole week? Um, it's been pretty amazing. I get to spend a lot of time with these guys out in the garden, and so I know they work hard, but watching them do a totally different skill set with their existing experience and skills from the outside was really incredible to watch. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to go through, I see some comments, questions are coming in. I definitely appreciate that. If you guys have any questions about anything, and again, if, you, if you're joining for the first time or you're just getting here, we are live around Ukiah, California inside Mendocino County Jail. And we've been part of a program where we got contacted. Carolina Coops got contacted by a nonprofit called Unconditional Freedom. They teamed up with the sheriff here, which hopefully he's going to show up here soon. Sheriff Matthew Kendall. Um, what? Ah, there's the air compressor. I'm going to shut up for a minute, but I'm going to get back to that point. Also, what we're going to do is there's some, there's a cool metaphor going on here, a little bit of a theme going on this week. 
where their chickens right now are over in that like coop run, which I'm gonna show you in a little bit. And they've been inside a little tiny coop. And what we've noticed is the inmates here become very uh, empathetic towards the chickens and wanna be able to put them in this big, beautiful coop that they've been working on all week. And we got a documentary coming out, what, in about three to four weeks? ish hopefully uh they're doing an unbelievable job capturing the story of what we've been doing out here so what they're doing right now is putting on the predator apron and this is what's going to keep the animals from trying to dig underneath all right what you guys can do while you're over here yes, sir. now that this is nice and tight what we're going to do is we're going to cut the predator apron and we're going to leave what we call fingers so actually i want you to cut with the side cutters just like this okay. right on Okay, and leave this all the way. Yeah! Well, wow, these are nice. Yeah, you're going to have carpal tunnel by the time this is done. It's a good thing you're on the sheriff's working this comp. So <laughs> right. keep on cutting right down that line. That was supposed to be a funny joke. I'm not sure if it made it or not. Um, <laughs> while they're doing that, here is the uh, great look at the 8 by American Coop. Um, with the 8 by American Coop, it's 8 foot wide. So from here to there. And then the hen house is 6 foot deep. And while we're back here, let's go ahead and pop the hood. Thank you, Marissa. Um, so we started this on Monday, got shipped out on that pallet, which is actually right there that we're using as a table, um, in full knockdown form. We've never done that before. Full knockdown form. And these guys not only had to put the coop together, but before that they had to actually assemble all the walls, which isn't normal. We've never done that before. Normally when we ship our coops out, they're coming out in panels and you could say at that point, maybe 75% of the work is done. These guys have had to do 90% of it. And I was a little worried. I was a little hesitant. How long did you guys think this is going to take you guys to put together? Any ideas? Longer than a week. Longer than a week? <laughs> did you guys have any bets? No, I, no? I don't know. I thought it was only going to take us until Thursday to be honest. Now, what do you guys think of the coop? Is it a little bit bigger, better? Watch your head coming up. Watch I'm telling you it hurts. Yes, sir. Um, what do you guys think of the coop now seeing when it's all done? Beautiful. Cool. Yeah, you did an awesome job. Yeah, you guys did. You did. They're, they also are like, can we get a job when we get out? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I didn't realize when I came out here I was going to be hiring my West Coast crew, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so as he continues shooting that down again, you're just going to put a staple in each um, square. So, And then just keep it about three-quarters inch or so above grade. And since you guys are over here, what you can do is start on this back side. Let's go ahead and move these roost bars out of the way, move that shovel out of the way. And I want you to just to do the same thing. Um, unroll it, but leave yourself that four inches where you're gonna have to cut some fingers. See how we left little long pieces of wire? All right, so what you guys are gonna do is unroll that all the way. And then we're gonna flip it after he's um, Okay, yeah, flip it. It's easier to roll it out like that. Yeah, so you're gonna flip it and then cut this wire off, creating okay. fingers. All right, gotcha. All right. I don't like that I can't see comments. This is so much easier in my studio. So over here, we haven't said hi to Kate yet. Hi, Kate. Hello. What is your role here, if you don't mind, sharing with everyone? Sure. Um, I'm the restorative justice program manager here at the jail. So that means that I'm in charge of all of the restorative programming that happens here. Everything that is an opportunity for people to make changes, to, to transform, to better themselves and reconnect with their community. That's really what I'm here 
to support. Now, if I remember correctly in the beginning when we were chatting, your position, your title um, was new here, right? At Mendocino, they created it for you to be able to come in and do exactly what you just said, right? That's right, yeah. Um, we're expanding the restorative program here and, and actually creating a restorative program that wasn't here previously. Um, so really taking the idea of inmate services, which is just sort of the day-to-day -day needs of, of currently incarcerated people and expanding that and into more transformative, more restorative justice approach for corrections. So we're just really trying to um, give people opportunities to kind of awaken when they're in jail and make big changes. So is it fair to say that's not a common title or position in other jails around America? Yes, it's very fair to say that. Um, <laughs> so that's the point I wanted to share with you guys. Again, if you're just joining us, we're live out, Mend out in Mendocino County, California, California, doing a coop that Carolina Coops donated for the inmates to put together and to help have it be a small part of the big thing going on out here. And uh, Kate here works at the jail. Um, the sheriff, Matthew Kendall, hopefully he'll be showing up. I really want to introduce you guys to him because what he is helping make happen out here, I just think is awesome. And it's in partnership, I guess you would call it, with Marissa here. And you got probably, I don't know how many people total in um, a nonprofit called Unconditional Freedom. Um, so they are doing everything they can to come out here and allow these inmates to get out of the inside, which has got to be nice, and to get out here and do something to me that just makes sense. They're out here getting dirty. They're out here learning how to garden. And oh, and actually, we got Joshua, the gardener, somewhere around here. Hopefully, I can introduce you to him. He's over there planting. And what I'm going to do in a little bit is go over and show you guys their um, chickens that they've been raising. And I remember when um, Unconditional first called us and we had a meeting with Kate out here. And how long ago was that? Like three months? Four months, like three months, two to three months. Seems like a long, long time ago for me. Um, they're like, man, get out here as soon as you can. So luckily we were able to pull this off because, yeah. <laughs> when they were little. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to get back to here. I'm going to show you guys. So what we're doing right now is we're installing the Predator apron. These guys have been working on this coop all week, uh, along with the ladies too. I don't want to take anything away from them. They were able to come out. We had three great ladies that came out on Wednesday. Uh, and I worked with them and they did both the egg hutches, all the windows and doors. And then the guys came out yesterday and were able to finish up most of it. But we wanted to leave a little something for today. Because if we didn't have anything to do today, where would you guys be right now? In the dorms. Sleeping. Sleeping. Now, are, is, watch your head coming up, guys. Just remember that. Um, so how is it on the inside? Are the guys asking on the inside what you're doing out here? Is there any interest in there? Like, man, yeah, I would like yeah. to kind of get out there. Yeah, no, there's questions every damn day. Now, now what you guys do today? What's going on out there? See, that's awesome. Now, now, and be honest, what um do you feel that is a positive thing? Because I imagine there's got to be a little bit of jealousy. You know, we know how things yeah, are in no, real life. They, but they do. They do get a little. I know, I know that. They get mad because all of Some of them don't even have that long to do so. Like coming to the garden is pointless for them. Mm -hmm. well, gotcha. My position's opening up. There's a lot of people that are ready to work. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Lawrence here, he goes home on Father's Day. He gets to go home yeah. and see his baby girl this Sunday. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank so you. I'm just curious, you know, because again, this is my first time doing this. I want to make sure um, that this is worth it to you guys. I want to make sure that you're like, you know what, Matt? Yes, I am taking some something from this. Whether it's, hey, 
I never knew about building chicken coops and raising chickens or man, I never knew there's all these different species of wood and there's crazy people out there that would teach us how to do woodworking, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I, I, I have very much enjoyed it. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. Like to learn all these new um, things. I mean, I don't know if I can say it's not counting. You can like, say anything you want. But, you know, like me as a as being an addict when I was out there running around instead of, you know, doing what I was supposed to, you know, like to come here and use my time useful, you know what I mean? And, and, and and, and appreciate what Kate and Marissa and mm -hmm. the sheriff doing for us, you know, putting new skills in us to help us better ourselves out there, you know. So I want to take these now. You know, That's I right. Take these skills that you're teaching me to build and the garden and the bees, you know what I mean? Because we're doing beekeeping, gardening. That's and, right. And husbandry with the um, chickens. That's right. So, you know, like. I, I, I kind of want to cry. That's awesome, yeah, I, feel, buddy. I feel good, though. No, that's that's how it, that that's good. the good feeling you yeah, need. That's the good I feeling you need. Good, that is man. priceless, and yeah. no one will ever be able to take that away from you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's get back to work now. Um, all right, no, you're doing a good job. Keep the, just be careful coming up. All right, so again, if you're just joining us, we are live out in Mendocino County Jail in Ukiah, California. We're on day five, finishing up a coop that the uh, Carolina Coops has donated. And also, I want to to that point make a a, a note here. Um, yes, Carolina Coops donated this coop, but I want to say thank you to our customers because at the end of the day, our customers are the ones that made this happen. And I want to, another reason why I want to share this with you guys is I want you to know who you're supporting. When you buy something from us, I don't care if it's a water bar, a bale of hemp, or a chicken coop. Um, I think it's important to know who you're buying from and what we're going to try to do to give back to the community. And that's another reason why I wanted to share this with you. I hope you guys, uh, you know, I know it's impossible to make everyone happy, but I don't think you can argue with this. What I have learned from Unconditional Freedom and meeting Kate and the sheriff out here, which again, hopefully he's going to show up. I just, I'm blown away. And, and to me, this just makes sense. You just heard, you know, if you got a chance to hear what Lawrence was saying, that's the idea is we want these guys and gals not to come back here. You know, they just need to know that there's other people out there that do care for them and learn some things and learn what it's like in this case to learn to grow. They're gonna grow plants, they're gardening, they're learning to raise chickens, and inside, hopefully, they're also learning to grow parts of them they never knew existed. So that's kind of the idea here. Um, now, I have not seen the comments come up, so I'm gonna, in a couple minutes, make sure everything's still looking good. Um, I'm starting to sweat here, the sun's coming up. We're doing a great job, we got the fingers here. I'm gonna go around on the other side, get away from this air compressor. Here's the other side of this beautiful Carolina coop, or I'm sorry, American coop. All right, actually, Joshua, if you want to come over here, bud, and cut, you're, you're going to do the same thing. You're going to cut fingers. So cut down that line, leaving that. Yep, you got it. Yep, right there. Perfect. You want to introduce them to Beatrice? Oh my gosh, yeah. So, and I hope my, I told my daughter to make sure she's watching. Beatrice is, what is Beatrice's title? She is the VP of Therapeutic Shenanigans. She is not. I'm, I'm a dog lover, but I'm a big dog lover. You know, you guys probably have all seen Gus. I have never been a fan of little dogs because they're always like, yip, 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 you know, barking like crazy. I have not heard Beatrice bark once. She has been the sweetest little girl. Um, everyone here loves her. She goes everywhere around the jail, at least I think for the most part. This is what I've seen. And boy, she loves, you know, chasing that ball. And, you know, one of the first introductions I had to Beatrice is actually when I met the guys for the first time. They're in there in the classroom playing with her. And I just thought that was awesome. Uh, but, Kate, uh, Beatrice is your personal puppy, right? That's right. Yeah, she is. But she comes every day and she brings 
a lot of joy with her to the jail and not only for the inmates, but also for the corrections deputies who have a really tough job that, you know, and they work long hours and, um, you know, they see trauma too. And so Beatrice brings them a lot of comfort and, and joy throughout their day as well. You know, to that point, um, I rode back with Marissa and uh, Maya, who was another uh, volunteer from Unconditional Freedom. She, they told me a very interesting fact I never knew. And so um, Kate just touched on it about the stresses that the guards here that they have. And I just never thought about this. I'm sure a lot of you guys never have. But one, they're not only helping the inmates here, but they're also helping the guards because there isn't like a, a full on ecology here that in order to make sure we're helping the inmates, we also got to help the guards. And they, too, go through a lot of stress so much that Marissa told me yesterday that the highest suicide rate in the United States is from correction officers, if you will. Yeah, I think one of the stats we found was that it was um, more than double the suicide rate of veterans, which really surprised us because we wouldn't have thought that. Did you guys know that? Isn't that, isn't that incredible? Yeah. No, I'm, so, you know, again, the stigma, you know, being watching movies and things like that, it always seems like, you know, the battles between the inmates and the guards. And here, again, I think it's amazing that they're also trying to help the guards out, which in return are going to help you guys out. Have you honestly probably have seen that effect already or, you know, have seen it in a positive way? Yeah, they've been giving us a lot of respect lately. You know, they've like seen what we guards. did. Right, and I've seen them come out. You guys do them like you, you were talking to them like your buddies. Yeah, yeah. And they're coming out checking out what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. What, like four? He's cool. Um, I think that's awesome. All right, so how are we doing? Is this all shot in? <laughs> all right, let me meet you on the back of the henhouse. Now the fun's really going to begin. Here we go. So now this is all going to make sense. All right, now what I want you to do, let's shut these doors so we don't accidentally hit our heads and get hurt and all that good stuff. So open up that right door, close that deep litter door. Now shut the left door, which is what we call your uh, stationary door. Yep. And then there is a barrel bolt up top. You got it. There we go. Orlando. Rolando. See, I almost called him Orlando again. Rolando. I'll never roll my R's for the life of me, but okay. Um, here's. All right. So now let's take that other roll and actually you're going to remove well, we'll we'll do it a little bit later. So now, same thing, but now you're gonna go down the eight foot side, flip the roll upside down. This is all gonna make a lot of sense to you guys here in a little bit. Okay, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna bring this end right here, kind of like we're turning the corner. All right, so now. Whoever's got the side cutters can come over here and you're going to terminate this end to the outside of the credit apron over there, right? Makes yep. sense? Yep. And then it's going to really get fun. All right. So again, if you guys are just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken Live. Happy Friday, by the way. We actually made it through the week. Um, getting ready for the weekend. I am live out in Ukiah, California, inside Mendocino County Jail. Hopefully very soon I'm going to be able to introduce you to the sheriff. I just wanted to share with you guys something that I had the honor to do this week, and that is come out here and Carolina Coops donated this chicken coop 
to the inmates here, to the jail, to help them be part of this gardening that they're doing. I think that's awesome. Uh, fun fact about me, I'm sure you guys already know, I was an exterminator for 15 years, and I did a lot of jails. I did a lot of federal prisons, state prisons, jails, whatever. And when you drive around a jail or walk around the outside of jails, one thing you're gonna notice, they have tons of land. Tons of land just growing. And why not start to take advantage of that land to do some gardening, to, to, to have a chicken coop. And I'm just so thankful that the sheriff here um, is a big chicken lover. And come to find out, he started watching our videos about four or five years ago. And uh, he, he was so, it, it was kind of funny. I think we got a little bit on cameras and come out in the documentary. He, 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 he referred to himself as like a little schoolgirl when he got to finally meet me. Because um, he's a huge fan of Carolina Coops and was so thankful. Uh, the videos we do to help him and help other people to build and design their own chicken coops. And I'm actually hoping later today that we might get a chance to be able to go to his house and see the coop that he did. But anyways, we're gonna in a little bit go over and I wanna show you their chickens. And I think very soon, we're gonna put the chickens in the coop. Are you guys ready to put the chickens in the coop here soon? Yeah? All right, um, so once we finish up the predator apron, we'll do kind of a walk around, check on everything. All right, now. Here is a very fun, satisfying part of the job. All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna come over here. We don't need these fingers, so we're gonna cut the fingers off. But Marissa, can you, let's see, am I able to flip around? No, okay, I'll just do it one-handed. Here's how this works. This is very important. You're gonna take these fingers and you're just gonna roll them. Kinda like you're just locking in the corner. Just like that. Okay, All right. and what that does is it kind of makes these two pieces one so that we're able to turn the corner. And believe it or not, a lot of times predators, not only will they come to the side of the structure to start to dig, a lot of times they'll go to corners. So these off? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and cut them off, but go ahead and again, just, you know, just boom. See, I don't want to take away too much fun. See, look at that, huh? Pro tip, professional predator apron right there. All right, so um, we have a, um, a viewer says a high percentage of officers die within five years of retirement if they make it to retirement. Everyone that wants to make a effort deserves a hand up. Actually, so what, what we're gonna do, and this is actually a question we get a lot. When we go to transition, oh wait, wait Kate's already at, hold on, what are we missing over here? Hold on. Um, she's just getting them ready. All right, so check this out. I'm gonna show you guys what's going on over here. Um, they got actually garden beds on both sides of the backside of the yard here, the jail, where they've been growing. And I'm not a gardener. I have no idea what they're growing. I'm sure Ingrid's probably already spotted it immediately. What do you got over here? Gotcha. Now, when did did you guys start these from seeds? Yeah, they were seeded in trays. Uh-oh. They were seeded in trays. And then when they grew big enough as starts, then we planted them in the ground. And on the other side, we did some direct seeding. Gotcha. Okay. So they've been growing some uh, vegetables, I guess you would call them, right? Again, I'm not an expert. Oh, I love this. What's it called? Cherry plums? Man, cherry plums. All week we've been out here eating those cherry plums off the uh, tree there. So they've had this um, kind of a hoop shaded area that they've had the chickens in. And um, it's definitely done a really good job providing them shade. Uh, I haven't seen or heard about any hawk attacks going on. But that's been their, and it was, uh, I think, a donated penthouse they've been using temporarily. 
But again, what we're about to do is transition the chickens now into their new chicken coop. And what they are going to do is end up building a fence area around their chicken coop for a chicken yard. And actually it just occurred to me, I got far from the extender, so I'm not too, not sure if I got too far away. If we lost signal, if we did, I apologize. Beautiful chickens. We got some blue cochins there. Some one of my favorites. Um, couple blue coat. I don't know what that white one is. It's another type of white cochin, but there's a touch of gray in there. She's so beautiful. Blue What's the white cochin? Um, I think that was our mystery chicken. That, <laughs> uh, Murray McMurray, you know how they sent yeah. us a mystery? Yeah. Um, but we have blue Andalusians, which is this one here. Oh, that's a blue Andalusian? Yeah. It's not a blue cochin? Oh, wait, no. Her, she is a cochin. Sorry. We do have blue Andalusians, though. See that one down there? Yes, right here. Oh, yeah, and they are gorgeous. So the ones is not booted. Lots of blue. Little flighty. I always notice that. The bigger the chicken's tail is, the flightier they seem to be. Just my observation. Don't know if I'm right or wrong. But Speckled Sussex, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. All right, um, we're going to go check on the guys, see how they are doing. Actually, you know what? I'm going to hop in here real quick, show you guys the inside of this beautiful 8 by American. We're about eight foot to the peak, which is nice. Tons of headroom in here. Um, these guys actually did an amazing job. Not only did they do a great job putting the coop together, shooting on screen can be a nightmare. It's not for everyone, but um, they picked it up on it really quick, which I was very thankful for that. Yeah, we're going to have to go get some more nails. So you guys keep doing that. So do you want the chickens in? Oh, yeah. You don't mind working around chickens, do you? No, I don't mind. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, the chickens can start coming in here. Uh, I many times had to work in a coop. One time my guys had to paint a coop with chickens inside in the very southern point of Texas. And it was 100 degrees. Ooh. Also, and you got furring strips that will go around the uh, chicken door there as well. Okay. All right. Um, so, same thing down here. You guys can unroll. You want to close that door. Continue to unroll the predator apron. No, you guys are doing good. Doing real good. I'm going to the stuff out of the um, okay, yeah, so if you, if someone wants to, the last piece of high density does need to go on the deep litter door. So whoever's doing that yesterday, he can continue on or, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. Just take those uh, silver screws, that part 122 right there, that piece there, screw it onto there. And then once that's done, uh, yeah, that's going to go on the chicken door. Cherry plums, so good. Water One of the benefits, I guess, being on the West Coast. I've never seen these on the East Coast. One of God's great gifts to Earth. Well, <laughs> just joining us, you're late to the party. My name's Matt. Welcome to Video Chicken Live. We are live out here in Mendocino County Jail, where this week we've been working with Unconditional Freedom and the county jail, putting together a chicken coop so that the inmates can um, start taking care of their chickens. Well, they've been taking care of them, but they're going to allow this coop to become part of their big program where they're learning to garden. Looks like, now is this considered a greenhouse or is this just a, uh, did you mention something about a greenhouse? It's a greenhouse. This is yeah. a greenhouse. So did you guys start seeds in here and all that? No, because it 
was temporarily one of our many chicken housing locations for this interim. So While you're waiting on Carolina yeah. Coops, I bet, yeah. <laughs> well, once we get them in there, we can plant in this whole shade house and then do more starts in the greenhouse. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, you mentioned that this is, what did you call this, the shade house? Shade house, yeah. And this is where you're going to grow some lettuce? Yeah, things that are pretty sensitive to the sun. Um, lettuce. In it the gets a little house. sunny here, doesn't it? it is that why they really call it sunny California? I guess so. Although Northern California is not quite as hot as Southern California, it can get really hot in the middle of the. It gets day. a little dry here too. I've noticed. It's really dry. I'm using chapstick in the month of June. Never thought I was ever gonna have yeah. to do that. Yep. Welcome to Cali living. Yep. So um, yeah, very soon we're gonna be able to put the chickens in the run. Uh, if you guys want, now technically speaking, the right thing to do. Most chicken experts will tell you put them in the hen house at night. Put them right on the roost bars. That way, when they come down on their own in the morning, they really start that acclimation process of learning the new coop. And do not let them free range. And so they have established, they know this is home going in and out of the chicken coop. Because if you don't, they will definitely want to come back to here. Chickens are creatures of habit. Um, so this is interesting. This is the first time seeing Beatrice with the chickens. So now she, what kind of breed is Beatrice? A miniature Australian Shepherd. So she's a herding dog. Yeah. Stainless steel staples in the pre-treated wood. You said that was important. Great tip. Absolutely. Um, they use a lot of chemicals to preserve the wood. So when they when they saw the lumber, they put them into these tanks that are pressurized, and they fill it up with a treatment. A lot of it's going to be copper, and I'm sure there's other chemicals that we just don't know of yet. But there supposedly is no more arsenic and all the things that are a carcinogen. Anyways, they pressurize that tank, pushing that treatment down deep inside the wood. And there's one thing about metals. Different metals don't like each other. But stainless steel is kind of like that metal that just gets along with everyone. So whenever you're attaching your screen, in this case, we're attaching the Predator apron to the bottom pressure-treated plate. If we weren't using stainless steel staples, the treatment in that lumber will corrode that staple. And then now you just lost the efficacy of the Predator apron. Uh, yeah, so stainless steel staples. And we sell them at carolinacoops.com. Uh, so let's see if I can read this. As a previous correctional officer, it's crazy what you deal with. The pay sucks and financial stress and general stress is high. I don't, I didn't realize how much stress there was until I left. So that's interesting that they really don't realize until they're gone, too. Because it's what we found in, you know, for unconditional freedom, we treat everything like an ecosystem. And so it all has to have the resources and tools needed for it to function optimally. That goes from incarcerated people to the administration to the officers. There's no doubt about it. And so our whole idea is rehumanization, starting with working with the earth, working with food, um, incorporating things like yoga, meditation. And what we found talking to a lot of officers is you don't realize the stress in real time because it's your day-to-day -day life, 12 hour shifts, six to seven days a week like it's constant you live in a state of vigilance and so what are ways we can reduce the vigilance all around so that there is actually a period to restore in a high like you have a high intensity job you need a period to just restore and that's very hard to find in the new job and then once they retire and get out it's like how do i cope with them, that yeah the, there's you know so many resources that are being added, you know, like mental health resources. And um, even here, there's like a wellness program for the officers and it's hard to get to those things. And so it's looking at once you retire, you see these are all the things I now have to manage and cope with and 
if we can catch that earlier and do it in real time, we know it would make a huge impact. Um, Linda asks, are they going to paint or stain the coop? Actually, Kate was asking me. Kate is positive we are staining it. <laughs> yes, we're going to stain the coop next week. And we still got to talk about that, right? Yeah. You were asking me what kind of stain to use. Oh, the... You said that we should sand it and then put a conditioner on it. Mm -hmm. And then. Well, I said a lot it. of things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I wrote it down. So. Yeah, no, that's good. All right, so let's actually talk about that real quick. So what they're talking about is when you are, let's say you're going to stain a coop that you built or one of ours. This is Doug Fur. I'm going to prove it right there. See that DF and technically L for large. And it's upside down, but take my word for it. So it's dug fur. It's considered a soft wood. And one of the hard parts about staining a soft wood is it can be very blotchy. It can be really hard to get that nice consistency of even color across the wood. So what you can do is put on a conditioner. So if you're staining a fur or a pine, a hemlock, things like that, um, the conditioner, you won't see it once it dries, but it evens out the wood so when you do go to put on your stain it makes it nice and even now truth be told we've never done in our coops because we i don't know we've stained a lot of coops and we get pretty good at it the other little interesting fact and i warn them here is when they go to stain this if they have five different people staining it you're going to see five different shades of stain guarantee it um one of the tricks to really make sure it looks really nice is to have one person stain the whole thing. I know that sounds like a pain in the butt, and I'm not sure again what they're gonna do here, but everyone's gonna apply it just a little bit different, and you won't have consistency. Oh, here we go, what do we got here? Here we go, Mom, now that's a scoop of ice cream. Holy cow, you weren't kidding how big of uh, um, those bales are. Okay, so here's what's going on. Stupid me, I don't know why I didn't think of this. I should have shipped out a couple bales of hemp, completely slipped my mind. So I'm just being honest, truthful. Uh, but since they're going to be putting chickens in there soon, and if you ever find yourself in this situation like, hey, Carolina Coop is out of hemp for six months, it does happen, um, you will find some pine shavings. It's not the end of the world. Is it ideal for hemp bedding? Or I'm sorry, is it ideal for the deep layer system? No, because it is uh, on the acidic side. But that's really starting to split hairs. When you're just starting out at the very bottom, this will be perfectly fine. So we're about to put some pine shavings in there. Assuming it's pine shavings. This is uh, kiln dry for maximum absorbency, environmentally friendly, byproduct fibers. Wait, what is this? Hold on. Another fine American wood fibers product. I don't know. I guess we're about to learn something new. I told her to get some pine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, th this, this. Hmm? Smell check. Oh, yeah. That's it fine. smells like a guinea pig cage. Mm, <laughs> uh, no, that will work fine. Okay. Yeah, again, I hope you guys are appreciating this. I just wanted to quickly just show a little bit of uh, something completely different, something we've never done. We're going to go check in with the inmates. Um, unbelievable experience uh, that I had this week. Looking back, um, we did a, a circle closing yesterday, and everyone gave a little bit of, you know, what was the best part of the week that they thought they experienced, and it was great to hear the guys loved how much to get outside and learn how to put a coop together. For me, when I gave my answer, I uh, was asked to have lunch with them. I've never had jail food before, never seen any of it, however it goes. And I was taken back that they let me be part of their lunch. And I just thought that was awesome. And 
It's actually really good. I was surprised. And also, a little fun fact about yesterday's lunch. Hopefully, it'll make the cut in the documentary. That's all I'm going to say for the people that know me best. I actually ate something that I can't stand. Were you there for that? Did you see that, Marissa? You did? It better make the cut. I'm just going to leave it at that. It'll be a funny part. And I did see a little bit of the editing yesterday, and they are doing a great job showing this week of us putting the coop together. <laughs> Tech versus Matt, who will win? I'm losing. I am losing. Not tons. Woo! Look at these side staples. These are fancy. All right. Lawrence, you want to do the honors? All right, so just take, so we have maybe six or so, whatever. But what you want to do, again, this deep litter is eventually going to disappear. The predator apron will eventually disappear. Oh, I thought this was going to get screwed up. But no, what you want, what we want to do is prevent a trip hazard here. And then you just take your side staple wherever it's kind of up. And then actually this one right here will do just fine. So since we don't have very many, let's just take a kind of a walkabout going around. How's it going in here? Good. That does look good. Uh, so, Joshua, did you find out if your family's watching? No, I actually didn't get a hold of them last night. I was cutting my hair. Today. I see the I'm fresh alive. haircut. You look good for the show. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's awesome. So you, you're never coming back again, right? Is that the story we had earlier? No, sir. I'm no. coming back. You're the one that said you're going to call me up for a job, you yes, and Dan? Sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, one day. You guys think you could do this for... Living out here in the West Coast, yes, sir. it's not so bad. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm a lot nicer when I'm uh, not really working. But when I'm working, I don't know if you guys will like me. I work for worse. <laughs> I'm actually going to go ahead and um, start closing it out. Guys, thank you for being here. Um, we're going to do this again. I can't wait. we got a couple other places that um, has asked us about donating a coop. But the thing is, if you guys are know anyone that um, works at a jail or is part of a uh, nonprofit that you feel could benefit from this, this is something that uh, I want Carolina Coops to be a part of. I know we're going to start our own nonprofit soon, Coops for Kids. But, you know, um, I'm so thankful because of the support our customers have given us, the hard work the employees in this company have done to make this all possible, to be able to give back. And this is just priceless. And this is something that, I, I, for me, I've learned a lot, more than I ever thought I was going to. And, you know, I didn't know what to expect when I got out here. I figured these guys, you know, they're, of course they're gonna be on their best behavior, you know, they wanna be out here, this and that, but they truly, truly uh, enjoyed it. And you're gonna see that in the documentary that's coming up. They did a great job. Uh, capturing a lot of great moments and you know you never know i hope that uh this does make a difference for them and also where's the sheriff he must have got pulled away likely got pulled into a meeting yeah not easy being a sheriff he did huh? a pretty good job getting a bunch of stuff done last week in preparation the end of the because he committed that's the other thing too i wanted to mention yeah. That the sheriff was here, what, three days this week? Uh, Out here all yeah. day with these guys. Basically three full days minus a couple meetings. Yeah, putting yeah. the, uh, help these guys putting the coop together. And what's really funny is there's so many times um, Sheriff Kendall, uh, he knew these guys since they were little kids. Yeah, he grew up with their parents and grew up in the same neighborhood as them. And that's really kind of the vibe of the whole jail, which is unlike anything I've seen. I've been to a few jails and prisons throughout the country and... Uh, it's a very community feeling because it is a small town, and so the people who get arrested are very much a part of the close-knit community. So 
this facility acknowledges that and still, you know, walks the line between like custody and care, which is a hard line to walk. It is. But I definitely, again, for um, I'm so thankful when you guys contacted me because this just makes sense to me. I think a, uh, you know, the United States is the largest incarcerated country. And um, you can argue why that is, whether it's to make money or it's just our way of thinking we're going to help people out. But I don't think we really are. Um, And I do truly believe this is a great start to trying something new. Yeah. In a weird way, it's not even something new. It's something incredibly old. You know, the original original idea of like penitentiary comes from the word penitence and the original idea of uh, serving time was you get removed from society so you have a place to reflect and you know think about whatever it is you've done and come back out and reintegrate into society as a contributing member because that's what all humans want we naturally want to contribute but we have a hard time contributing if we're uh, not in a place of full human flourishing so um, if we're struggling with addiction, if we're homeless, like these are the elements that can make it more difficult to contribute. But these are the same people, these marginalized popula- populations are the same people who have a ton of gifts to contribute. Like I get to work with these guys every week, several days a week, and I learn a ton from them. And it's because of their life experiences. But as a society, we tend to just kind of want to cast them aside and throw away the key. And we can't do that. It's like we have to actually um, learn from them. They learn from us. And then they come back out into society wanting to be a contributing member and doing so. Yeah. You're a badass. I tell you, what I've seen you be able to pull off this week uh, with these guys and just see you in action. I wish we could have caught a lot of that on camera. Some it's of it will make it into what, the documentary. <laughs> it, it's amazing what you do. I Thank give you, you a lot of credit um, for what you do. Um, I think it's awesome. Yes. So, I right. really enjoyed having you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I hope I didn't let you guys down. Not even in the slightest. <laughs> I, I was. I don't get nervous very easily, but I was feeling a lot of pressure. I wanted to make sure that I didn't disappoint. No, I you delivered to... above and beyond. Oh, awesome. Truly. All right, guys. I'm going to cut it. I hope this was worth it. Bye, we'll everyone. do better next time.